Listening to the flip side with Noah Filipiak, connecting the reality of the gospel to the grit of life. You can support the podcast at patreon.com slash Noah Filipiak or at noahfilipiak.com slash give. What up, Philippoponami? Welcome to the 2020 Year in Review podcast episode of the Flipside Podcast. This is episode 40. You heard that right, even if you listened to last episode when I said that that was episode 40. That was actually episode 39. I got Mike Whitmer, you know, all excited. I gave him all this glory and honor that he was on episode 40, this this beautiful round number. He was actually a little offended that I had had... 39 other episodes prior to having him on. But point is, I made a big deal about it being episode 40. And then later, during the uploading and editing process, I realized it was actually episode 39, and I should probably check my feed before trying to guess at what episode number we're actually on. So this, the 2020 year in review, is episode 40. So welcome Thank you so much for hanging out with the flip side all year long. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, to those of you that are regular listeners, and I know you may not catch every episode, uh, but you catch a lot of them, uh, I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. It means a lot. Those of you that email in the show, I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. Uh, The show email address is podcast at beyondthebattle.net. You're always welcome to email in anything silly, serious, questions about the show, stuff you want me to go over on the air. I seriously love, love hearing from you. Because what fun is doing a podcast if there's no listeners? So I don't take you for granted. I really, really appreciate it. And hopefully along the way, my, my hope is with this podcast that you will find greater freedom in your walk with Jesus. That you will... You will... I'm. You'll you'll find that. So the title of my book is Beyond the Battle, and the idea is is finding that what we have in Jesus. This that when the Father looks at us and he he sees us as his sons or as his daughters, he sees us as approved. Uh, his his face shines upon us in love. That that gives us what we are looking for from sexual sin or from the last trip to the mall where we had to buy more things or from our addiction to television and social media or, in my case, podcast uh, statistics or book sales, that these, these things we're looking for, these idols, we have the satisfaction already given to us in what Jesus accomplished on the cross for us and that we can learn as we walk with Jesus we learn to actually experience that love. We experience his presence in in a way where we can go, wow, I really am loved by my heavenly father. I don't deserve this love, but he gives it to me anyway, and I can experience that love. It's what makes me a son. It's what makes me a daughter, and I am completely whole in that. I don't need to do anything else 
to add to the gospel. And I hope that this podcast helps you experience that. I hope you have fun listening to this podcast. I don't know, always know the balance between uh, the serious side and the fun side, but I need both. And I, I and, and hopefully you enjoy uh, both as well. And also, I think a podcast is a really good place to talk about hard issues. And so we're going to continue to do that. We've did that on 2020, talking about racism and sexuality. And we will continue to talk about controversial things, but really important things. And I think podcasting is a safe and needed uh, place where that can happen. And so what we're going to do today is kind of just recap this crazy year of 2020. It's it's wild. I'm going to go through. We did 17 episodes in 2020, this being the 17th. So, you know, an episode every every month and a half. I'm, <laughs> I, I hear that and go, yeah, that's probably not enough episodes. <laughs> Probably at least twice a month would been would be good. But hey, you know you gotta you gotta you gotta have something. If you were perfect, you couldn't you couldn't have a New Year's resolution, right? And so that's my goal. I mean, try to try to leave room always for a for a New Year's resolution. Well, well that'll be our resolution for next year: two two episodes a month. Uh, but this, I, I feel like the the flip side really grew up this year. Uh, we we have our swag now that I've talked to you about last episode. You can check that out in the show notes. If you become a Patreon donor, you get swag sent to you. And I'm drinking right now out of a Colossians 1.22 water bottle, stainless steel. Pretty awesome. I'm also drinking my Five Lakes Chris's Blend coffee. Here, check this out. Isn't that a horrible sound? I could totally do a Noah's rant on that sound right there. <laughs> Maybe we will someday. But Noah's rant is now sponsored by Angry Brew Coffee. Angry Brew is a blend from Five Lakes Coffee. And there's two featured blends that we're promoting on the flip side. One of them is Chris's Blend, which I'm drinking today. It is a medium roast. It is delicious. And $1 of every bag of Chris's Blend goes to Forgotten Children's Ministry in Honduras. And then our Noah's Rant sponsor is Angry Brew, right? Perfect. So Angry Brew is highly caffeinated coffee. Comes from natural sources, so they're not adding anything weird to it. They just select beans that are highly caffeinated. It's for those of you that like that extra shot of espresso, espresso, sorry, uh, when you're at the coffee shop. So when you're brewing it at home, you can have that now at home. Angry Brew. You can go to angrybrew.com or fivelakes.com and pick up either of those blends. Use promo code FLIP, just like the flip side, get it? And you will get 10% off your order. You're also supporting the flip side because you're showing our sponsor that, hey, yeah, we're, we're into this. This is awesome. Uh, Five Lakes is a Christian-owned company and would love – I love supporting them. So I know their owner, and it is, a, it is a really awesome place. They had a coffee shop in Lansing where I lived for 15 years. They now have seven coffee locations and are growing based right here in Sturgis, Michigan, in the mitten. So that's pretty awesome. Some cool things happening with the podcast. Of course, Beyond the Battle this year, 
Uh, got the book contract from Zonderman. That was not on my radar a year ago. I mean, it, there was a conversation happening. I shouldn't say it was It was totally not on my radar. There was a conversation, but I did not expect that plane to land. And that was one that landed, and the book is now available for pre-order on Amazon. So uh, we'll link to that in the show notes. You have to actually search for Beyond the Battle Zondervan. Because if you look for normal Beyond the Battle, my old edition of the book comes up. There's not copies available anymore, uh, but it's a search engine sort of thing. And who knew my first edition was so popular that it dominates the search results on Amazon. So help out the search results. Type in Beyond the Battle Zondervan and check out the new book. It has a light blue cover. And you can pre-order it. You can you can do pre-sales, which is fantastic. So check that out. And the book comes out July 13th, uh, 2021. So we're going to walk through our 2020. Of course, you can't talk about 2020 without the first thing coming to mind being COVID-19. It's really interesting. Looking back over the podcast feed, there were three normal episodes before COVID-19 hit. So if you if you want to enter a world where COVID-19 did not exist, it existed in China at that time. I, I know for me, I'm watching the news going, why do they keep talking about this thing in China? Who cares? We're fine, right? We're going to be fine. This isn't going to affect us. It'll only affect us if they keep doing news stories about it. Well, it affected us. Yeah, so uh, there's three episodes before COVID-19 hit. Episode 24 was an interview with my friend Tyler St. Clair. Tyler is a uh, church planter over in Detroit, in the city, uh, in the the mid, uh, not Midwest, sorry, the Northwest side of the city where Tyler grew up. It's in a, I guess, you know, impoverished sort of area, and Tyler's doing awesome work over there. Tyler is black. Uh, he and I used to do a podcast called the Black and White Theology Podcast, and he and I got caught up. We caught up on racism in America. We talked about the grind of pastoring, the insecurity that comes with, with pastoring, and just an awesome conversation. And sadly, you know, that was a few months before the tragic George Floyd murder that that really, I believe, was a match that that hit gasoline uh, that had been stored up for a lot of people. Uh, and, and that that match, boom, there was just the right stars aligned for the 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 the, uh, the Maude Arbery murder was right before that. And then George Floyd and then, boom, the powder keg exploded. So if you want to hear a conversation with Pastor uh, Pastor and I, ha ha. Tyler, Pastor Tyler and I, there we go, uh, prior to George Floyd with us talking about racism in the church. Uh, you can check that out from January 17th. Uh, next episode was in February, episode 25. And sometimes I just like to pause and do an episode where I reflect on the love we have from the Father and how through Jesus, Jesus is the antidote to our, our, our longings for acceptance, validation, and wholeness. So I already talked about that in the, the show intro today. And you can check out episode 25. It's a, it's a whole episode on that. In fact, that episode is an episode within an episode. <laughs> it's a great topic, and it's one I need to bring, keep bringing back. And so I brought back an episode that really ties into the Beyond the Battle book. Uh, but I encourage you to check that out. I think that's one we can just play on repeat um, we, we struggle with shame. We struggle with, man, is God really pleased with me? I needed to do more in, it, in order to make him pleased with me. And then there's this, 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 uh, 
you know, your best life now sort of mantra out there, best-selling book, all this kind of stuff like God is there as a cosmic butler. And, and it's amazing when we release God from that, when we release God from this entitlement that we have, the freedom that there is in, in embracing and living in what we already have in Jesus. It's, it's so much more wealth than we could possibly imagine. All right, so next episode was 26, and I interviewed Nick Stumbo. Intermittent sipping of Chris's blend here. Uh, very good. I won't, I won't slurp this time. Uh, Nick Stumbo, he was a pastor. He was looking at pornography, and now he's the director of Pure Desire Ministries. Pure Desire does awesome work on helping set people free from pornography and sexual sin. So we had a fantastic conversation. I'd encourage you to check out puredesire.org, the Pure Desire podcast as well, and that interview uh, that Nick and I did back in February. And then, that's right, a few weeks after that, the United States, my little corner of the world, exploded with uh, COVID-19, as in it was the first shutdown that we had. And it's really interesting. Uh, I, I called that podcast Finding Solid Ground in the Midst of a COVID-19 World. And hey, that was also my first episode with cool graphics on the uh, the, the episode. Talk about the podcast growing up, right? Yeah. Uh, cool graphics on the, not that you care at all. I care because I'm a nerd. Just let me be a nerd. You know, that's <laughs> this should be the show, the show tagline where Noah gets to be a nerd. So, Episode 27, I uh, talked about COVID-19 and also a really fascinating re-listen. You could re-listen to that. This was before I or we really knew how crazy things were going to get. And so there's some really good lessons you can pluck out of that and also some perspective and going, wow, did not know at that time on March 13th, things were getting crazy. I think schools had just shut down. My wife's a teacher and we have kids in school. So schools had just shut down and that was really weird. And it's just crazy because I remember looking out the same window in my office. The the Michigan ground was covered in snow and talking about God and COVID-19, only thinking it was going to last a few weeks, a month, you know, whatever it might be. And uh, wow. So very reflective stuff to look back on a year. Episode after that, I had a, a really fun interview with Brooks Hall. Uh, Brooks Hall, when, when I was in high school, uh, he won Mr. Ohio basketball. So he was at my high school. He was two years ahead of me and just a phenomenal, phenomenal basketball player. So we're from Troy, Ohio, down near Dayton. Brooks was recruited by Kentucky. So he, that level of player, uh, he ended up going to University of Dayton and had a really awesome career there. He played some professional basketball, and now he's the the radio announcer for the University of Dayton basketball team. And this was a really interesting timing because I thought I'd get to interview Brooks and reminisce on his time at Dayton and in high school. And Dayton was going to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. For those of you that don't care about sports, uh, that is like think of the smallest college around in your state, you know, the smallest Division One school, uh, and they are as good as the best college in the United States. You know, they're the smallest college in, in your area are ranked higher than Kentucky, North Carolina, you know, in basketball. It's just, or in football, it'd be like they're ranked higher than Alabama or Ohio State. So this is amazing. Like never happens once in a lifetime. They had the best player on the team, Obi Tobin on their team. 
and Toppin, and uh, they didn't get to play. They didn't get to play the uh, the tournament because of COVID. And if you don't care about sports, you're like, yeah, whatever. Man, I I am still mourning that there has not been March Madness. I try to watch. I don't watch a lot of NBA, but I watch I, here and there. I've told you before, I brag about not having cable. I continue to brag about that. So when there's a game on ABC on the weekend, I'll you know kind of turn it on. I kind of follow it like a soap opera more than anything else. But I, I'm going, who are all these guys that got drafted? I don't know who any of them are because I didn't get to watch the tournament and sort of fall in love with those players and get to know them and uh, watching college basketball now. Again, I watch here and there when it's on regular TV on the weekends, and, and, and I'm going – who are these people? You know, I, I, I don't watch in my, the local team and it's a bunch of freshmen and guys I didn't get to see last year because I didn't get to watch the tournament. Just just crazy. And in that in that episode, uh, Brooks and I, we talked about loss. You know, we talked about what it's like for those players to lose that experience of playing in the tournament and, you know, winning a championship, but the loss that high school athletes faced and the loss that so many have faced this year. And in fact, um, I, I'm pretty transparent, you know, about COVID-19 throughout over the years, uh, the year that we've had and, and the, the depression that I've experienced because of COVID-19. And it's real. It's real stuff. I had um, a friend, not a not a not a super close friend, but a friend nonetheless who died by suicide recently. And co- certainly COVID-19 playing a huge factor in that. And I'm, I'm still reeling from that. And, and I, on the podcast, often want to pause and take time and say, if you're struggling with depression, I mean, reach out. Reach out to a counselor. Reach out to a pastor. Reach out to friends. I want you to know you're not alone. If you're ever feeling like the world would be better if you weren't here, the world would be better if... If you were if you were gone, if you weren't alive, uh, please know that that is not true. Please know that your your brain chemicals they're 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 complicated, and they're doing something to you that's that's tricking you. They, they, and those brain chemicals they they can be fixed, they can be reversed. Um, I, I'm in that process of therapy myself right now. I want you to know there's no uh, shame, there's no stigma around it. Uh, God loves you. I love you. There's tons of people in your life that love you. And COVID-19 sucks. COVID-19 has has painted people into a lot of corners where it can feel like you're alone. It can, it can feel like things aren't going to get better. And uh, we, we can you, you might be having problems in your marriage or, or problems uh, in your job, whatever it might be. This year has been so crazy, but it is not permanent. It is not it is not final. And and I'm telling you, if they're not in your life right now, God has people out there that want to love you. God, God's church, the body of Christ, both the local church establishment and the organic relational church, there are people out there that want to love you. Uh, reach out to me if you're in that point, and I would love to help get you connected with people that you can just be in community with, people that can, that can walk alongside of you. Um, professional counselors, friends, pastors, brothers and sisters in Christ, just know that you are not alone. Can we just talk about depression more? Can we talk about suicide more? Can we talk about 
to each other and just tell tell each other that we love each other, that we are loved. I'm learning so much right now. I'm reading a book called The Other Side of Church by Michael Hendricks and Jim Wilder. Very good. Very good. Uh, you'll hear me talk more about this. It ties in a lot with Beyond the Battle and a lot with the new the new stuff that's been added to the second edition, the updated edition. And there'll be more added now that I'm reading this book because I'm going to definitely add some things from the book. But it talks about how um, we have to grow as right-brained Christians, uh, not just left-brained Christians. So it's not enough to just learn God loves me and even read about it in the Bible, but to experience it personally uh, in, in ways where I can experience that in my body with, with God, feel his face shining on me in pleasure and in love, and to, f- to experience that with other people where other people's faces are shining on me and and loving me and accepting me and they're reflecting the love and acceptance that the father has for me they're they're modeling that to me in real life and and our 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 brains the trauma that we've experienced our brain chemistry actually begins to change which is so cool you can actually scan your brain and then scan it again after this type of warm, loving, Christ-centered gospel love uh, that you've experienced through other people and through experiencing with God, and it and it and it changes your actual brain. This is awesome stuff. So so it's not just trite community. I, I did an episode somewhere I don't remember anymore uh, if it was this year or last year. I think it was last year uh, about the surface level community. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about deep level community uh, and, and friendship, and 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 even we're reading spiritual friendship right now with Wesley Hill, and he talks about for married people and single people, those types of friendships are so important and they're not easy. Um, reach out to me. I can't be that friend for all of you listeners, but I I can be there in the gap when no one else is there. And I want you to know you're not alone. And I, I want to help connect you with people in your local context that I know, because that's what the church is, uh, will walk with you. And, and, and I want you to know that you're not alone. April 27th uh, was episode 19, Why Do Bad Things Happen to Good People? And what a great question for this year, right? COVID-19, racial injustice, racism. Why are these bad things happening to good people? Uh, and and I, I did a teaching on that. And the teaching was actually uh, the week before, in the middle of March. It was a Tuesday night teaching to our young adult ministry. Uh, it was right as, I mean, COVID was was on the doorstep. We still didn't know what it was. Things had started to shut down. That was the week that the schools shut down, uh, all churches shut down, everything shut down. That teaching was right before that, like the last in-person teaching of the year. Uh, and, and so check that out. Um, why do good things happen to bad people? And there's uh, such treasure in that. Of uh, of a gospel message of that that encourage if you need that encouraging message of of I'm I'm about to leave my faith man st- stuff is is so bad God has abandoned me He's abandoned us um, I'd, I'd highly recommend episode uh, 29 uh, to you to go check that out and then next um, there was a little bit of a of a hiatus and then June 1st was episode 30 and 
the murder of George Floyd had happened. The murder of Ahmaud Arbery had happened. Uh, police brutality, riots, racism, and 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 it was a, a wake up call. Uh, so June first, you know, that's six months ago, and you have to look back and go, okay, where are we now? Are are we still woken up, or did we go back to sleep? Did white people go back to sleep? Did the did the white church go back to sleep? Are you still hearing sermons about racism and racial justice? Are you still seeing classes and workshops in churches about racism and white privilege and racial injustice? Or, or are we done? Was, does, does another George Floyd have to get murdered for us to care? Or when they do, will we go, oh yeah, that happens. Let's keep, let's, let's move on. And I get it. I'm not trying to shame you. Um, there's a there's a psychology to this. I get it, but we need to be reminded, don't we? That's what this is. I so I want to remind you and remind me that this isn't over for people of color, for uh, most especially African Americans, um, but but all people of color experience this. Um, they they don't ever get to go to sleep. They don't ever get to take a break from it. There, it's a daily trauma. It's it's a daily struggle. It's it's a daily. Even God sometimes, where are you? God, why is this happening? Um, so much wrapped up in theology, even that, 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 that we can learn about suffering from black theologians. You may not agree with everything uh, that a theologian says, so, but you don't have to throw them out. Uh, I read a book by James Cone in a book club this year. He's the called the father of black liberation theology. I don't have to agree or you don't have to agree with everything about black liberation theology, but you can read uh, his book that we read, The Cross and the Lynching Tree. Man, whew, that book will wake you up when it comes to uh, the history of the black church, the history of what black Christians in a white Christian America have had to endure and the way... Uh, white racist Christians have entangled uh, Jesus into their 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 message of of racial oppression, uh, and and to see the way the black church clung to Jesus on the cross as their example of suffering as they suffered is is a, a beautiful book that brought me closer to the suffering Jesus so that I could relate. Uh, in and have comfort in the midst of my suffering. Just, just a beautiful book. So that 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 podcast uh, episode thirty is not about that book. Um, that's just something that I did read in this last year, uh, as well though. And in this book, uh, it's I think it's it's an emotional episode. I should say uh, episode, not book. Episode thirty, the George Floyd episode. It's emotional. I cry. Uh, I, I I'm passionate. Um, it's. Uh, one of the one of the the better listened to episodes from from the year, um, I, I I'd encourage you to listen to it. I'd encourage you to listen to it. I, I think the message is is pretty time uh, timeless for the church, timely and timeless, um, and in a reminder that that we need a reminder that we need. Uh, June twenty sixth, I interviewed my brother Patrick on why he thinks you should get rid of Facebook, and uh, I. I didn't even know about the Facebook controversy stuff. We talked about it a little bit, and then I interviewed him, and it was super helpful. And then after that, I, I saw more and more uh, before Congress and with Zuckerberg and, you know, this this crazy stuff in the news. I was like, wow, I learned something on my own podcast. So uh, I encourage you to check that out. Uh, I like to do different things. I like to have variety on the podcast. 
Uh, and so hopefully, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully you appreciate that and enjoy that. Uh, episode 32, I interviewed Preston Sprinkle uh, about how to talk about politics and polarizing issues. This was a few months before the election. And man, just hearing uh, the left and the right going back and forth down each other's throats and really not being very proud of what I heard Christians, uh, the way I heard Christians talking. And I like I like the way Preston approaches polarizing issues. He he talks a lot about he, he, a lot of his his recent writing has been on uh, sexuality, LGBTQ uh, sexuality, and uh, he has a new book coming out in uh, February first called "Embodied Tra- uh, Tr- Transgender Identities: The Church and What the Bible Has to Say." I'm going to be interviewing uh, Preston here in a few weeks, so one of my January 2021 episodes will be with Preston again. Uh, on his new book, Embodied. Uh, but in uh, on episode 32, back in July, we just talked about how to talk about polarizing issues. And I think as Christians, we need more lessons on how to do that because we don't do it well. Um, we don't do it well. And so check that out. Uh, episode 33, I decided to do a part two. It was, uh, it was just me, but giving reflection uh, it, I kind of uh, lay some of my cards down on some. Uh, I, I I often and, and I, I I kind of brought up some questions I wish I would have asked Preston, um, and some things I wish I would have said. Just he he was asking me about some of my political views, and I I I didn't express them the way I wanted to. I try to I try to be respectful and somewhat guarded as a pastor, and that was even some of our conversation. How much should a pastor say, and shouldn't a pastor say? And uh, let's be honest, wherever you're at with Donald Trump, um, the most divisive presidency I can ever remember, uh, the most uh, divisive, you know, the the divided state of our country and of the church. And so, I, I talked about that in this this part two, and uh, and I gave some of my thoughts. And so, uh, just again, kind of continuing that that lesson. And I took some risks in episode 33, uh, that part two, I took some risks and shared some things personally. And, um, and you know, it's a good, hopefully it was stretching for you as, as those topics always, always are stretching to me. Uh, episode 34, I interviewed Todd A. Wilson about his book, Mere Sexuality. We had done that as our first uh, book club here on the flip side where we read that book, Mere Sexuality, and I blogged about it. So just had a really helpful conversation with Todd. It was two uh, straight, uh, you know, heterosexual uh, married pastors, he and I, kind of from similar theological backgrounds, uh, talking about LGBTQ plus uh, issues and people and the church. And it was a really helpful, good conversation. And we talked about a biblical theology for sex and marriage and uh, LGBTQ plus and uh, in that, he, he quoted uh, Wesley Hill in his book, and I asked him a question that Wesley brings up about, um, basically, uh, Wesley's words, uh, gay Christian uh, friendships um, between two gay Christians. And I know many listening would prefer uh, the word same-sex attracted, and, and, and so I try to use both. Uh, Wesley uh, uses uh, gay to describe himself, um, even though he is celibate and... Uh, and believes in the, the Bible's teachings on marriage between man and a woman. Uh, so um, marriage and sex, uh, that is, between being a man and a woman. So I'm actually going to be interviewing Wesley. In some ways, it's like part two of episode 34 with Todd. There was a question I asked Todd, and then he answered, and I said, you know, maybe I should ask Wesley this question because it was about something he wrote in his book about 
about what uh, Wesley said. So super excited that he's going to be on. Uh, we're reading his book, Spiritual Friendship, right now. So pick that up uh, before uh, January 15th will be my interview with Wes. Uh, so check out Spiritual Friendship if you want to get in on that conversation um, coming up. Um, episode 35, I interviewed Kevin DeVries. Uh, Kevin leads a ministry that I attend called Grace Explorations. It just got a crazy story. The dude died for 15 minutes, saw the risen Jesus. <laughs> I mean, how do you top that? Uh, he he was used to be homeless. Uh, he went from being a millionaire to being homeless. He climbed a bunch of mountains, uh, like the kind you die on, looking for Noah's Ark. So just a just a fun uh, fun story and an interview uh, with Kevin. And then next, I interviewed David Swanson. Uh, back to the the conversation about race. I do have to take breaks to take a little drink while I'm in. Uh, uh, I don't have my. I, I I've I've teased before having commercials to play during that. We're not we're not at that level yet. We're not at that. Maybe next year. Maybe not going to promise it, but maybe that'll be in our 2021 year in review. Uh, so David Swanson wrote a book called Rediscipling the White Church: From Cheap Diversity to True Solidarity, and so that was this was an October 8th uh, interview, and man, wow, 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 really good interview. If you're like hyped up about racial justice issues, I encourage you to listen to that and go, yes, I'm not alone and I'm not crazy. If you're not on the bandwagon, I'd encourage you to listen to the interview. It's it's a book written to the white church. And I think it's done in a, in a gracious way that gives on-ramps for people to join this conversation and to have better understanding uh, of this conversation. So... Um, yeah, really, really good, and super thankful uh, for for David and that that conversation that we were able to have. Uh, after that, took a little break from some interviews, and this catches us up to more uh, more recent times. We're up to now to episode thirty seven, and uh, the the episode is called "Jesus Bringing Great Calm to Great Chaos," and it's just another uh, sermon that I did uh, where Jesus calms the storm. And I like this sermon because as I, as I preached it and did research on the text, uh, I don't know, I saw it in a fresh way. I saw a different message. You'd normally hear where Jesus calms the storm and the sermon kind of goes like this. Yeah, Jesus calmed the storm because, uh, you know, they had faith. And so you have all these storms in your life. And if you have faith in Jesus, he'll calm your storms too. And it, not that that's always a, the wrong message, but that really easily becomes the health and wealth, prosperity gospel message in a hurry. And man, we live lives where that doesn't happen all the time, right? We have storms and they don't always get calm. And so it can be a confusing text sometimes. Uh, at the same time, we have to be reminded that Jesus is more powerful than our storms. He's more powerful than COVID-19. He's more powerful than racism. And uh, otherwise, we would have no hope. We would have just despair, and we wouldn't have this relational peace that we have with Jesus. And so uh, that's where that sermon went. <clears throat> and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for how it how it it talked. It spoke to me. How God spoke to me uh, through through that sermon. And so that's uh, just a few episodes ago. And then after that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, episode thirty eight. Let's switch over to some water here. 
Thanks for hanging in there with me. Um, episode 38, we have Jesus's love uh, for the outcast. And this was a sermon I got to preach at Cornerstone uh, University. It was on Luke 7, 36 to 50. And the, the woman with the, uh, well, uh, John says she's a, a sinful woman, a, a woman with a, a, a sinful reputation. And this sermon, um, I, I cried before going up to preach it. It was very emotional. It was the week before the election. And I just talked about Jesus's love for the outcast and, and how essential that is to what the church is to be about. And But within that also, you have this, this woman, uh, this... Uh, uh, I don't want to call her this, the sinful woman, this woman that was seeking Jesus and the way she seeked Jesus with such blinders on. She didn't care what the Pharisees thought of her. She didn't care of the shame they would try to heap on her. She wanted to be at Jesus's feet. She wanted the freedom and the love that only Jesus can offer. And she found it. She, she found it in him. And, and that was such a message for me that God is saying, Noah, that is who I want you to be. I don't want you to care about the approval of the church, the approval of your fans. You know, uh, you, you want to sell books and you want podcast downloads. And so you, you're tempted to talk about safe things and not talk about God's heart for for refugees and, and God's heart for um racism that it would end and 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 to talk truth uh to, against racial oppression and it's it's very easy to not talk about things that might offend people who who don't care about these things or who are even complicit in them happening but these are people that that would um follow you on social media or buy your book uh and and God saying very clearly will you pursue the outcast will you pursue me and, and in community with the outcast not caring what the 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 power the establishment says or thinks and I said yes it was a very moving time for me that sermon itself was me saying yes Jesus I will and I hope I hope that I continue to do that and the flip side is going to be a place uh, where we do that. And I always hope I do it in a way where you feel feel welcomed, where where if you're not on board with that message, that I don't do it in a way that shames you. I don't do it in a way that's legalistic. I don't do it in a way that says you have to do this in order to to be saved. Uh, and, and I do it in a way where where the Holy Spirit can speak to you and, and, and where scripture can speak to you. And, and my flesh, my temptation is to to... Uh, sometimes get on a soapbox, and 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 I, I I genuinely am sorry for when I do that. I repent uh, for when I do that. I, I I can I can get on a soapbox and get I just get too passionate and too direct, and I'll say things, and they're not in a way you that someone can who's not already on my side. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, polarizing issues. We just say things that our side likes and cheers, and we kind of call the other side a bunch of morons, and we use you know different ways of saying that. And, I, and I'm genuinely sorry for when, when I do that on the podcast or on my blog. I, 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 w- I will continue to talk about uh, these controversial issues that you might disagree with, but I hope to do it humbly. I hope to do it in a way that says I don't have all the answers. Um, God has revealed this to me, and I'm going to pursue what God's revealed to me in Scripture, and I, and I hope that you see it too. And I love you. Even if we disagree, I, I want you to know that I, that I love you. Uh, rounding out the year. 
Just a few weeks ago, December 14th, was episode 39, not episode 40, uh, with Mike Whitmer. We talked about his new book, The Bible Explainer, and we talked about uh, just the Bible and theology, and I asked Mike, I think, some helpful, hard questions about how to not leave your faith over if you're having conflicts with science, conflicts with archaeology, things that are that are conflicting with what you learned uh, growing up, or maybe conflicting with... Uh, a surface level, you know, reading of scripture, uh, how to not leave your faith over those things. And I thought, I thought Mike had some, some really good answers, basically saying, you don't even have to agree with, with him on that question of what he thinks the answer is. And then he gave some really good answers of how you can not leave your faith and disagree with him on some of those, some of those questions. And so, uh, some, some, some really good stuff. So that's your recap. That's your that's your 17 episodes uh, from 2020. It's the year everybody wants to forget. And yeah, I mean, 2021, I saw, this was on my friend uh, Zach Bartels. I, Zach, sorry, I don't know if I say your name. <laughs> I think I say your name wrong. Bartels? I'm trying to think of your podcast, how, how you say your name. Zachary Bartles. I think I, I think I always say it wrong. I'm sorry. You are my friend, and I don't know how to say your name. Uh, my friend Zach Bartles, or Bartels, one or the other, who is an awesome fiction author. Shout out! Uh, Zach, on his, uh, his Twitter, at some point, uh, he commented, and so I'm stealing his joke. That's why I'm, I'm citing. I'm giving credit where credit is due. But it was something about, and I'm going to butcher it now, but every year for New Year's, it's New Year's time, so it's December 27th right now, and people always start saying, uh, well, last year was so bad, and this coming year, though, it's going to be so good. And you think about the kind of the redundancy of that. It's It's kind of dumb to say that every single year, that... Every single year, last year was like the worst year ever, and next year's going to be so good. Well, no, actually, then every single year would be the worst year ever. And it was was something like, after 2020, we can all finally stop saying last year was the worst year ever. Because 2020 is the worst year ever, right? Like, it's not hopefully going to be topped. We sure hope it's not going to be topped. 2021's got to be better. We got a vaccine coming. Uh, we're going to beat this thing. We're, we can do it. Uh, I believe, I believe <laughs> in you and in us. And so, uh, 2021 is on its way and, and it's, it's coming. And so the good news about 2021 is that it will also be a year filled with Noah's rant. So I, I know that the only way you got through 2020 was with Noah's rant. 2021 is going to be a better year. Uh, A year from now, oh, please, (laughs) we better not be talking about COVID-19 12 months from now when we do the next year in review. So we already won't have the weight of COVID-19 on us, and you will have all still all of the joys, uh, ecstasy, luxury, um, <laughs> beauty of Noah's rant, still without the, the taint of COVID-19 over it. So just think of how amazing of a year 
that 2021 will turn out to be. And if you did not know, Noah's Rant is sponsored by Angry Brew Coffee. Now, I'm talking about a coffee that is double the caffeine. The tagline is coffee with a punch. That's Noah's Rant. It's the perfect sponsor for Noah's Rant. Head over to angrybrew.com. Use promo code FLIP to get 10% off your order. So to recap, to recap, to put an end cap, to put an exclamation point on the flip side 2020 catalog of podcasts, I give you Noah's rant. Noah's rant. Okay, listen up. You know who you are. People that eat with their mouths open. You are disgusting. Disgusting. Does does anybody want to listen to somebody eating? Oh, with their mouth open. I if I was listening to you right now, if I was listening to podcasts. I would totally turn this off. By the way, I again apologize. Maybe someday I'll remember to give the disclaimer that you should not listen to Noah's rant if unless <laughs> if you if you don't want to listen to something ridiculous and stupid, don't listen to Noah's rant. There, there's your warning. If you haven't already figured that out. The the sound of people eating with your mouth open. You you sound are are you an animal? Are you if you're past three? I give a three year old a break. My daughter's three. I give her a break. If you're past three years old, if you are a grown man or woman, and you eat with your mouth open, with, with all love and, and and respect and grace, you are disgusting. Close your lips. Close them when you chew. When you chew, close. All right, I got to stop. I got to stop. That's enough. I can't do the sound effect anymore. I can't even think. This Noah's rant, it's very simple. It's a very it's a very simple Noah's rant. Stop chewing with your mouth open. When you put food in your mouth, let me walk you through it. You put it in your mouth. You cover the lips. Don't don't pull the fork out on your teeth. Don't teeth the fork. Unnecessary. Don't do it. Put your lips over the fork like you're giving a kiss. Squeeze it down. Pull the fork or the spoon out like that. Keep those lips closed like they're stapled, like there's a clothespin on them. Then you begin to chew with your back teeth up and down, up and down. Don't open the mouth. Don't open the mouth. You don't. We don't need to see it. We don't need to hear it. Keep them zipped. Swallow the food. Once all the food is swallowed, then you're allowed to open your mouth again. Go ahead, put the next piece of food in, take a bite of pizza, put the fork in, close the lips. Close your lips around the pizza, close your lips around the fork, pull it out. No teeth on the fork, none of that. Nope, just lips, and then chew again quietly. Don't open the lips. When you're you're done chewing, swallow. Problem solved. Problem solved. No more. Let's make 2021 the best year ever. No more chewing with our mouths 
open. If you can commit to that, I will commit to never again playing the chewing of mouth open sound effect ever again on the <laughs> the Flipside podcast. Well, uh, Noah's rant once again has made the world a better place, as it always does. Uh, that is what Noah's rant is for. It is to bring shalom to this world. It it is to bring it is to bring uh, the peace, the kingdom of God here to this place. And and trust me, in the kingdom of God, people do not do not chew with their mouth open. So that wraps up episode forty of Noah's rant of the flip side. I I can't tell you that it was the best episode. I cannot tell you that. But thank you for <laughs> it was not our best effort. But thank you for listening. Uh, check out Patreon to become a subscriber, a donor. Uh, we're two more donors, and we'll hit our goal of 10, and, and I won't shave for a month, which I know you really care about. Get yourself some Patreon swag. Check out Angry Brew at angrybrew.com. I will see you next time on The Flip Side. The Flip Side with Noah Filipiak is a South Francis Press production. Copyright Noah Filipiak, www.noahfilipiak.com. Theme music by Kyle Lake at K Lake Music. Use with permission. Please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. Y'all, y'all, dripping in that gold, they don't perish. People selling fake, see the green around their belly. Taking refuge in his hand, see his poems, my living quarters. Close them when I'm finished, it's time to bring me closer. That's no purgatory, cause you're in or you're out. When you see him in the clouds, then you know it's going down. Raise them, raise them, raise them. They've been sleeping for some ages. Now all God's babies so confused by this hatred. Pulpit preachers shouldn't aim to be A-list. Money probably long, but short is with your days. Have you ever heard the sound of freedom? Then I hope you see him clearly. Raise him, raise him, raise him. They've been sleeping for some ages. Now all God's babies so confused by this hatred. Poor pit preachers shouldn't aim to be A-list. Money probably long, but sure it's what your days is.